I've got all this stuff taking up space, but I don't want to be bothered with the hassle of having a garage sale. Well, why don't you call Reliable Resellers? Reliable Resellers? Yeah, Reliable Resellers. They buy all sorts of items, from toys to jewelry to collectibles, and best of all, they come to you and pay in cash. Oh wow, how do I get in touch with them? Easy, just call 813-421-5676 or go to their website, reliableresellers.net. I'm calling Reliable Resellers right now. But you have to start. Right. If you're sitting in your bed, waking up in the morning, go, oh man, I wish I had my own company. Oh man, oh, and you can't have a woe is me attitude. These successful business owners know that their customers are the reason that they're successful. Right. You will fail. It's okay. Yeah. Because when you fail, you're gonna go, what did I do wrong? Mm-hmm. And then you're gonna do it again. And I had a crush on him. Like when I go back, I was reading through one of my diaries from back then and it was talking all about how I had this crush on Bobby. After high school, I think we kind of lost touch for a little bit because I moved. Yeah, but then I found her on MySpace. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. 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 Reached out, talked around MySpace a little yeah, bit. a little bit. <laughs> and then we just she stole her. Izzy from me. Okay. It was my you character. She stole him. <laughs> we wrote this together. And I, I we were working at Amazon mm-hmm. yep. and I finally had it with Amazon. So it was, I'm going to open a restaurant. I, I want my own business. Yeah. So I talked her into it and it, mm-hmm. it has to have pizza because that's what I eat. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. basically if you look at our menu, it's stuff that I eat plus salads. <laughs> it right. takes a lot of hard work and a lot of hours. Yeah. And I think, um, uh, one reason a lot of places don't make it is because they invest the money, but they don't invest the time. Never use the amount of yeast they tell you to use. No. Okay. Ever. No, it was okay. so bad. We came in the next day and like dough was overflowing on oh, yeah. parts. And <laughs> so it's Sefner. <laughs> this is not what happened. This is what happened. He's going to tell you <laughs> one what story and then I'm going to tell you what actually okay, happened. Okay, okay, okay. So, People notice a difference, but they don't know what the difference is. They just notice a difference. Yeah. I'm like, this is the best pizza I've had here in a while. I'm like, yeah, Vista Grande. Me and my dad drove here. It's like, okay, I really I like this. Mm-hmm. It's nice. It's small. It's it's like Ebor without all the alcohol. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also throughout COVID, throughout all of that, we had people coming in three times a week because they did not want us to close, and they would say yeah. specifically like. I just don't want to see you close, so I'm going to keep supporting you. And they awesome. were amazing. Yeah. And it's just an amazing community. Yeah. You know, the more I get to know the people here, yeah, the more I love it. Welcome to the Yard of Business. I'm your host, Eric Baker. I sit down with entrepreneurs right here in Dade City and the surrounding areas to find out about their backgrounds, how they built their businesses, and what their secrets for success are. Today, I'm joined with Mr. and Mrs. Robert and Jessica Boris. They are the founders and owners of American Pizza Oven. American Pizza Oven is located at 37941 Meridian Avenue in Dade City, Florida. They're on Facebook at APO Dade City, and you can find them online at AmericanPizzaOven.com. Collectively, they're business owners, entrepreneurs, writers and published authors, musicians, video game enthusiasts, members of the Dade City Chamber of Commerce, and new homeowners. Robert and Jessica are a lot of fun. They've built a successful business in a highly competitive space where 60% of those who try ultimately fail within the first three years. 
Meanwhile, they're going on their fifth year right now. They're impressive people and their desire to be successful really shows. They took a lot of chances, assumed a lot of risks, and they share a ton of knowledge in this podcast. But before we just jump into it, Robert, Jessica, and I talk about Pokemon Go. Our restaurant has three Pokestops right there. So just recently, I started playing again, and then everyone else at the restaurant kind of got on board. So yeah, yeah. Now it's a little rival between Red and Blue at the restaurants. It's gotcha. Fun. Okay. When did you guys start playing? Oh, what twenty? Whenever it came out, we we played a little bit. Seventeen. Yeah, back in two thousand sixteen, it first came out. Yeah, yeah we, we played for a little bit, then we're like, eh. it killed our phones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we stopped playing for a while, and then just recently started playing again. Right on. So probably the most important question of the entire podcast. Valor, Mystic, or Instinct? Is it Mystic that's blue? Is, is Mystic blue? Yes, Mystic yeah. is blue. Yeah. Blue. 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 Okay, blue. got it. And, and you're both blue. Same. Oh, yeah. Okay, my, all right. My cooks are red. Yeah. So when they're cooking, <laughs> I'll go outside because I don't have to cook sometimes. And I just take the gyms. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So are there a lot of gyms in downtown Dade yeah. to train oh, at? so many. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right so on. so many. And so many stops because it's usually based off of historic stuff. So all of the historic landmarks, the churches, yeah. yep. um, the murals, all of those are Pokestops, the courthouse, like all of it is. Wow. So okay. Yeah, when you look at the map in Dade City, it's full. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. I used to play Pokemon Go quite a bit. I, I, I lost interest when they started charging for the raids and stuff. I to a Wait, dollar. what? Yeah, they started char- charging Wait. a buck to do the raids for the legendaries and stuff back when it first came oh. out. And I, I just because lost now interest. You can get a pass by going to a gym yeah. and spending it. And okay, gotcha. I, I haven't spent a dime on Pokemon. No. Really? Oh, yeah, it's all free. Huh, okay. And you have the legendaries and stuff too? I don't know. Oh, we okay. Haven't, <laughs> we, we haven't tried one of those raids yet. This is yeah. just the two of us usually, so we yeah. don't even bother. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so now let's start to really get into this thing. Let's start to set the foundation here. I want to get to know you two a little bit. So um, I want to learn about your individual stories first and then your combined stories. So um, Jessica, I understand that you're from Tampa originally and Robert, you're from Dade City. I was born in Dade City, yeah. Born in Dade City. Okay. So so tell us what you two were like as kids. I mean, uh, what type of stuff were you interested in? What did you want to be when you grow up? I mean, give us the backstories of Mr. and Mrs. Robert and Jessica Boris. Okay. Um, well, we went to middle school together. So we went to Franklin, and then we went to Blake. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't date at all then, though. Um what would I like? What hot topic? Yeah, Final uh, Fantasy. Final Fantasy. Yeah. Uh, you had a band. Had that was after. That was after high school, though. Yeah. Yeah, band with my buddy. Okay. Um, lasted a couple years. Um, it was fun, but no. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. That, that's because we we've known each other for so long. We just didn't really get together until like 2011, I think. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I was raised in Tampa. I was raised in Palmetto Beach yeah. near Ybor City, and it's just a small neighborhood. And so that was my life for the first 18 years. And then I rebelled and yeah. moved up north with a boyfriend. And that lasted for three months. Where'd you move to? Where's up Inverness? north? And it was, okay. I've got to admit, like, it wasn't the best relationship, but. I love Inverness. It's yeah. so nice up there. It's so <laughs> quiet. And that's what Dade City kind of has brought back because I'm t- 
campus busy. Yeah, for sure. It's just busy. It's getting busier and I, too. I'm not a huge fan of busy. Right. So okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. But that's what we were raised with. And um, but yeah, Palmetto Beach. A lot of reading and writing when I was younger. A lot of reading and writing okay. when I was younger, and that was about it. Yeah. We, okay. I don't think we had our first like VCR until I was a teenager. It was just do the cable thing. And <laughs> I think I've always had cable. Okay. Always had cable until like, you know, six years ago I just dumped it. But yeah, yeah, me too. VCR, Nintendo, like old Nintendo, NES. Yeah, yeah, man. I remember yeah. watching a lot of TV as a kid, though. I mm-hmm. did. Did you? I watched a lot of TV. What were you into? Cartoons? Anything? Oh, let's see. Turtles. Yeah. Uh, right E-Man. On. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Batman. Me too. Uh, what else? We would have oh. been friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's really the main three. Yeah. I okay. remember yeah. watching like Matlock and In the Heat of the Night. Nope. Okay. Yeah. Murder, yeah. Nope. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so you two met in the seventh grade, I believe I heard. Mm-hmm. And I heard something about someone named Carlos. I have no idea. Can you guys give oh, us the, yeah, yeah. Can you yeah, give us no. the backstory here? So uh, we're, we had the same classes. It's block structure. So we have all the same classes. So at one point, Carlos, he... Mm-hmm. Uh, he asked if you wanted to date me and you said... I said no. No. Yeah. I thought he was just messing around. Mm-hmm. So, because we were both nerds. So, and we're still nerds. And I had a crush on him. Like, when I go back, I was reading through one of my diaries from back then, and it was talking all about how I had this crush on Bobby. <laughs> but Carlos asked him if he wanted to date me. He said no. So, I gave up on that. I assumed you liked Tiffany, and I was done with it. Who's Tiffany? I don't know. Tiffany in my life. Uh-oh. In my diary, there's Uh-oh. Tiffany. I have no clue who Tiffany mm-hmm. is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, she liked you. Okay. But yeah, so that was it for that, and we just became friends instead. Right on. For, yeah. And then we, after high school, I think we kind of lost touch for a little bit because I moved. Yeah, but then I found her on MySpace. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. 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 Reached out, talked around MySpace a little yeah, bit. A little bit. <laughs> and then right we on. just had a text message that went for five years yeah it was a long text message so if i wasn't dating anybody it was just the long same text message then if i started dating someone the text message has stopped sure Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah that's awesome okay i love it so all right so um jessica now you're an experienced writer as well as a published author I have found at least two books that you have published and listed for sale up on Amazon. So you have Chronicles of the Mythical Rebellion, The Origin, and Chronicles of the Mythical Rebellion, The Land of Superstition. Yes. Can you just tell us a little bit about, I mean, I, I've, I've read the, the backstory, but can you, can you just give us the, 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 the history of what the book is all about? Sure. So it's a series. Um, it's a youth novel that I think more adults have read than kids at this point. But it's a fantasy youth novel about a, a creature called Neola who runs away from home and he finds out that the land that he is living in is much larger than he actually thought it was. Okay. Um, and so it's a portal fantasy, I think is what they call it, because you go through different portals to different parts of the land yeah um but he finds out that there's a king who is domesticating mythical creatures and turning them into house servants um and collecting taxes from it you know to get rich so the series is him going to different different parts of the land and trying to find people to fight okay with the rebels gotcha so what was your what was your motivation for writing these books it started out completely different than what it actually was it actually started with me and robert walking like at night and going over izzy and what he should be and what the book should be in and 
I don't even. She stole Izzy from me. Okay. It was my character. She stole him. (laughs) We wrote this together. And I. Innocence. I I, I took the name Izzy because of um, Ishmael that I worked with at Walmart. Mm -hmm. So I was. Because they call him Izzy. I'm like, I'm taking that name. He's like, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then she just took the name and ran with it. He was supposed to be like an imp. Yeah. Who just was a little mischievous imp, and he's turned into much more than what that. Gotcha. That was to begin with, yeah. But, but you still helped me come up with. Oh yeah, I, I just, <laughs> it just I became something different. How long does it did they take to write the first one? Like eight years. Eight years. Wow. I, the first one was um, just a project that I'd work on when we had time. Yeah. But uh, between working full time and then when we opened the restaurant, it just. The first restaurant? All yeah. Of, yeah, the first one. All of the writing I put to the side. We were working 90-hour weeks. Sure. We were I get that. Like barely alive and we were at home. So, yeah. yeah, everything just stopped. And then we got slower at the first location, and I started writing again. And then we opened the second location. And so yeah. it, got, it got paused again. Sure. So. But, yeah, now we have uh, employees so I can sit down once in a while. And I'm working on the third one right now. Finally yeah. got over my writer's block. The second one only took a year. Really? From okay. From beginning to end. Okay. So. so just more time to focus on it. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Okay. And, and so you just mentioned you're working on the third book in the series. So um, I have started to write a little bit. I'm digging, like, some science fiction stuff. And I've gotten to the point where I'm really good at writing, like, the Cliff Notes version. <laughs> but creating the characters and the, the story it's really hard it's a challenge. <laughs> what is that yeah. creative process like for you um for me it's getting the outline down first beginning to end if i don't have beginning to end it's really hard to fill in the in between yeah um but once i have that beginning to end it's not as difficult i will say for me i have to sit down and just write um, if I as much as I possibly can at once, because if I try to break it up or if I try to go back to it later, it becomes a hot mess. Okay. Like okay. my my mind doesn't work well when it comes to retaining information. Apparently, even if I'm writing it myself. Gotcha. So, okay. But yeah, um, the character building, I just I I some of them I've based off of people I kind of know, like their quirks. Um, but for the most part, I just try to give each character its own personality. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I believe you were also voted Dade City's 2021 Local Business Person of the Year. Apparently, yes. That sounds exciting. How did I how did that come to be? No we, we don't know. Yeah, I think oh, like maybe idea. three or four okay. people voted for me. I don't know. Nice. But, did you get a trophy or something? No, uh, it's on a lineable, I think. Wasn't it? I yeah, it's a, it's a networking site out there. Okay. And I guess just people had voted for me which is really nice yeah that's awesome that's awesome okay i don't know how it happened well fantastic so robert i understand and you touched on this earlier but so you play the guitar played guitar piano and a few other uh like tried to play drums yeah uh a little bit of bass because it's basically guitar um but yeah uh, did that in so when we went to blake so before we went to blake they asked us our electives so i put keyboarding thinking it was going to be computer keyboarding yeah because like okay i guess i'm supposed to learn that i get in there's keyboards pianos and everything i'm like oh okay and then i just started playing music just by dumb luck yeah right on so yeah i learned piano for or for a couple of maybe two semesters 
And then me and my friend, he wanted to play guitar, so we tried to play guitar, and we're all playing Final Fantasy and stuff like that. So now we're trying to write video game music, and then we realize no one's going to have us write music for their video game. So then we tried to make a video game. Okay. What kind of game? Uh, I think we were doing RPG. Okay. That got that lasted about, I don't know, a week, and then, then we decided to do the band. Gotcha. So What was the band name? Uh, Apocalyptic Prophecy. Right. What kind of music? Metal. Have, okay. Yeah. Right on, man. Okay. Did you guys ever record a CD or mixtape or anything? We were recording, I think it was an EP, uh, me and Kevin, the other guitarist, which we went to school with. We got our tracks down, but our drummer and our bassist slash singer weren't in time. Okay. So they were going to go back, but at that point, the band was kind of falling apart. So okay. they we never completed the EP. I have recording. Well, I had recordings of a live show from Pegasus Lounge. Might have been Pegasus Lounge. You guys were doing live shows. Yeah. Really? Okay. I did about a dozen. No way. So, okay. Um, they were fun. So you were pretty decent then. I mean, had to be decent at getting booked at live shows. You would think, but <laughs> no. Okay. So <laughs> we we play with bands. We're like, wow, they're bad. Okay. So it it, ha- it happens. Okay. Um, now, if I went back and listened to what we played then, I'd probably go, ooh, that's bad. Yeah. Just because of how you've grown as a person. Sure, but sure. But we weren't bad, um, So and it was fun. Didn't make any money. Oh, okay. But Unpaid, but you were just there for the, for the time, for the good times yeah. and the exposure. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, was, it was fun. Yeah, it, right on. Yeah. All right, so um, you also play video games. Um, yeah. I, I believe I heard in a podcast you talked about City Skylines. Yeah. I, I used to play City Skylines yeah. a lot. It's an addictive game. Yeah, I go through cycles on them. Do you still play it now? Uh, I think right now I'm playing Project Zomboid. Okay. What's that one about? Uh, that's zombie survival, but it's like, so th- you know the Sims? Mm-hmm. You know the old isometric Sims? Yeah. So it's like that. <laughs> okay. But it's like the map of Knoxville. Yeah, okay. And it's um, it, it's basically the Sims with zombies. Okay. So there's mods and stuff you get. So I have like rifles and grenade launchers and all that. And Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's fun. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, um, and you guys are also new homeowners. You guys just yep. bought a new house last year. Yep. So what's it like being new homeowners? Uh, I feel like we're never there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I keep forgetting that since it's my house that I can go paint the walls. I can mm-hmm. get the floors removed. I can put holes in the wall. I keep forgetting that. Yeah. So it's like eventually I want to go paint my room. Yeah. You know, do things like that. But. It is nice. Every once in a while, like when you're taking the garbage out to the curb and you walk back, you're just like, this is my carport. Yeah. Yeah. This is mine. Was it hard to find a place with the way it is right now? We are so incredibly blessed. Um, We were looking and we saw a few different places that just we thought we were interested in and they didn't pan out for whatever reason. And then um, right before we put an offer on another place, the, our realtor, um, we used, can I say like who yeah, we used, Fidest Realty, like Shane, he was okay. our, um, he was our food purveyor food guy. Okay. Before. Yeah. Gotcha. And, um, oh, I see. Okay. And so we, we had formed a really good relationship with him and his, he and his wife own a realtor real estate real, real, business. Realty. Um, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And so they had a house that another one of their clients was going to be selling and it was the perfect house for us and nice. we got it off market and, nice. and no bidding war no yeah no, that it, was, it yeah. was wonderful we were super super blessed yeah that's nice process. nice to have that connection mm-hmm. especially with the market is right now it's crazy out there 
Yeah, yeah. We uh, he they put a new roof on it. We got it tented. No way. They were there were signs of termites by the door, so they paid most. The the sellers paid most of the tenting. We paid a little bit more for a different company, but yeah, no, it was amazing. Wow. Okay. Um, I think the because we're small business owners, getting that loan was really difficult because you have to. Income. Yeah, it's yep. it's just the well, whole. And we not had an income. It, it was it's not, not having. It's your W twos, yeah. and because we changed EINs when we came out to Dade City, we had uh, another location in Sefner. So yeah. when we moved out here, we had different partners who were trying to do a partnership with with family. It didn't work out, but okay. um, so we had a different EIN, sure. and so that's a whole new. Yeah. W two, W four. I don't know what one, one, one of those terms. W numbers. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a whole new filing for your taxes. Sure. And so we had to have two years of that. Okay. And they had to be profitable years. Sure. In order yep. for us to qualify for the loan. So. Yep. That it, was a huge pain. But yeah, it was frustrating because I'm sitting there. I'm like, I, I know what I bring home every month because mm-hmm. we didn't have staff as much yet, so I can. I can actually take a good paycheck. Yeah. And I got money in the bank. I'm like, I got. I, I want to buy a house. Yep. Why? Why can't I buy a house? Mm-hmm. Like but we're the guy paying almost making hundred dollars a week to buy. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm, I was paying, paying more in rent and all that. Right. It was so frustrating. Right. Yeah, but but it finally happened, and it was the right house yeah. for us, and it ended Perfect. up working out the way it was supposed to. So. Right on. Awesome. Okay, so <clears throat> this portion of the show is sponsored by Reliable Resellers. Reliable Resellers provides a hassle-free and profitable way to downsize your life. If you want to remove the clutter and you're thinking of downsizing, call the pros at Reliable Resellers, 813-421-5676, or visit them online at reliableresellers.net. All right, so now let's transition. Now let's start talking about American Pizza Oven. So as you guys just mentioned, you first started out over in Sefner, Mm -hmm. and you were there for about a year and a half. Yep. Okay. So, and I understand that you guys decided to do a pizza place because Robert eats pizza every day. People need to eat food. Just seemed like a good, like a good fit. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. So, but I have to ask a little bit beyond that. So did you guys do like market research? Did you look around at other competition to see? No, no, no. You just said pizza, we're just going for it. Yeah. Not in Sefner. No. Okay. Um, it was, so I was probably 21, 22, and I tried to buy a bagel shop. Okay. 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 My, and my dad was helping me. So, and my dad's been in restaurants for he's, he's 70, probably 50 years. Okay. So, you name a restaurant in Tampa, he's probably managed it. Okay. My family's been in restaurants. Um, I think my whole family was working at a, at a Denny's at one point at the exact same time. Okay. Um, so, the bagel shop didn't work. I'm a picky eater. So I eat pizza, steak, hamburgers, chicken, and French fries. Yeah, I'm horrible That's diet. That's about it. <laughs> Absolutely horrible diet. Okay. So the bagel shop didn't work. It was in Largo. I was in Tampa, and it put a bad taste in my mouth. So I didn't. I didn't do it for like ten years. Okay. So we were working at Amazon. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I finally had it with Amazon. So it was. I'm gonna open a restaurant. I, I want my own business. Yeah. So I talked her into it, and it, mm-hmm. it has to have pizza because that's what I eat. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. basically, if you look at our menu, it's stuff that I eat plus salads. <laughs> right. I like we it, had right? to expand a little bit. Like he eats a plain burger, so we had to have different choices. Yeah. yeah. Because I have to eat there too. Sure. But um, but yeah, it's pretty much just things that he'll eat. Okay. Yeah. So okay, so 
Now, deciding to open a pizza place, though, means that you now have to start learning about how to make pizza, right? I mean, you have to learn about how to cook it properly every time, not to burn the crust and in a repeatable manner that you can pass on to your crew and stuff like that. So, so okay, so you decided, I like pizza. I want to go to my own business. Pizza shop. How do you learn all the behind-the-scenes stuff? So... It was a hot mess. So, so when I was little, my mom would get the Chef Bardi kits, right? Okay. And then when I was old enough to make my own pizza, she was very happy. So I've made pizza before, right? <laughs> yeah. Now, I didn't realize that I'd made pizza before I opened the restaurant. Okay. It was an afterthought. Okay. So we're getting we're getting the oven in, and it, we had a little tabletop oven, so I could fit four, four pizzas in there, and that was about it. Um we're getting the, the, the oven in and we're getting the stainless steel in and we're signing the lease. And my dad's like, hey, man, uh, do you know how to throw pizza? I'm like, no. So uh, a friend of his who's a friend of mine now. It's like the week before. Yeah, it was a week before. Um, his name's Jimbo. He owns Nick's Pizza in Plant City. He let me come down. He just had me throw some house pies. Okay. So I learned to throw in a couple days because it complete afterthought to learn how to throw pizza. Yeah. Didn't even think about it. Sure. So he taught me, uh, taught me how to do that. And then I, over the years I got better. If I go back and look at pictures of what I produced before is garbage. Yeah. It, it's like, it was good. But it just <laughs> no. Right. Yeah. Right. So, okay. Yeah. I didn't even have an after, it didn't even think about it. Yeah. Right. The whole leading up to opening was kind of a hot mess because it was right before one of those, which hurricane was it? Irene? I maybe? don't know. Huge hurricane came in the week we were supposed to open okay. and knocked down a tree that took out the electric to the restaurant where we were supposed to open. <laughs> yeah. And fortunately, God. there had been some kind of, when I say we're blessed, I mean it, because there had been some kind of backlog to putting in our order for food. And so it was a week late. Mm. And so the electric went out was a right race. after we were supposed to get our first order for yeah. all of the food that we were going to have to open. And it was down for four or five days. Yeah, we would have lost everything we had sure. if the order went through. We yeah, yeah, if it wow. didn't happen the way it was supposed to. But wow. that week leading up to it, like we realized he needed to know how to throw pizza. We didn't have the breading down for our chicken yet. Like my brother mm. came in and he just threw a bunch of stuff together and he was like, this tastes good, we're gonna use it. Yeah. It was it was a hot mess. Yeah, yeah. Her, her, her brother helped us out in Sefner. Mm -hmm. um, we, we weren't making dough yet. We were using a frozen dough okay. from New Jersey. Sure, sure. So it, the spot that I picked, I'm glad we did because the thought was we need to learn anyway. Mm -hmm. So if we had opened what we opened in Dade City first, would have failed. Oh, yeah. Real quick. Uh, okay. It was slow enough that we were able to learn Sure. the what to do's and what not to do's. Yeah. What yep. to spend money on and what not to spend money on. What yeah. not to advertise yeah. And who not to advertise with. Yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. And, I, and I'm assuming. Sorry, go ahead. Legwork is, yeah. does the best, like just flyers and menus. And who would have thought that just walking the neighborhood and telling yeah. people you were there was going to be the best kind of advertising. But yeah. we spent a lot on other things just to sure. find out that they weren't going to work. Yeah, I bet. Well, we spent money on advertising that never took either. So, yeah. Um, it's like those, those the scorecards, the golf scorecards, the golf scorecards. Okay. somewhere in their um, storeroom. Yeah, they they're like it's so and so, and they're like okay. When when did they get the scorecards? They gave us a date. They never ordered any more scorecards, <laughs> of course. So I spent you know three three hundred four hundred dollars on advertising that never happened. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Yelp. Yeah. The click for things. Yep. Yep. Nope. Never again. Okay. Third um, parties. We found th- third, third parties. parties usually yeah. are mm-hmm. usually are a scam. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So, so in terms of the, I had a couple paragraphs below, but let's, let's touch on it. So the marketing and advertising. So when you guys first started out over there in Sefner, so the way people found out about you was, you guys were going around to neighborhoods and like doing door hangers. Oh, yeah. of, we like, took hangers first. we punched holes in them and we put rubber bands through them so that we could hook the rubber bands. And so we did hundreds of menus that way. And you guys and were doing it. And then just walk yeah. the neighborhoods. Oh yeah. Yeah. When we started, we started paying people to do it for us and they were either putting them on the mailbox which is illegal mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. are yeah. in the mail and then they were throwing them away yeah. so yeah we sure. just did it ourselves we just walked the neighborhood and yeah okay put a bunch of wow. menus then we menus. did we we had a facebook page and all that and right the location wasn't the greatest because it was kind of off of a side street and we kind of knew that though but mm-hmm. um yeah that facebook was a, a a big thing that helped us pay the bills while we were learning sure yeah um just to have a, because you can interact with the customer right. right there. Yep. So we had some great customers out in Safner. Don't get me wrong. Like we didn't have as many as we do here. We didn't have as many customers in general. We didn't have the volume that we do here. But yeah, the customers were, they were great yeah, people. Yeah. We, they still come out to Date City. Some of them will still stop by the Date City location. Oh, okay. Really? Mm-hmm. Awesome. So did, did you guys do any advertising in like, um, uh, inserts in newspapers and stuff? No, did you, did no you try we never those? did newspapers. Okay. Yet. Um, okay. Uh, there, I didn't have the money to do it. Here, we we don't really have to advertise. Okay, it's because of your location. Yeah, a big sure. things location, big word of mouth. Word of mouth is huge. Yeah, yeah. But what about like for delivery? So I, your delivery area is pretty pretty it's wide, fairly big. Yeah. So so how do people outside of the the general area? How do they hear about you? I think Facebook. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. I okay. Think for the most part, Facebook. Gotcha. We haven't tried to do any kind of advertising because we were worried that we wouldn't be able to handle the influx if we did. I uh, gotcha. Sure. We, we, sure. So at Sefner, I had a little tabletop oven, and I could fit four pizza in it, pizzas in it, and it was it was little. I mean, it was this big. Yeah. Okay. So when we moved here, I got a, a bigger oven with four decks, and I could get. Uh, I think an 18 and a 14 on each deck. Okay. Okay. We were getting to the point where that was getting overloaded. So I had to go spend 10 grand on a bigger oven, which we got a year, about a year ago now. Okay. Um, And I can get like two 18s on each deck. Gotcha. And I can get a 14 in behind it. And and we're starting to overload that now. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's, there's days where it's like oven's dead, man. Yeah. We we close in 15 minutes. Thank you. Yeah. 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 We'll have like a 45 minute wait time sometimes for pickup because the oven's just full and there's nothing we awesome. can do about it. But it's fantastic. The kitchen is only so big, so there's yeah. no more bigger ovens. Like <clears throat> yeah, I can't fit a bigger oven. I'm, I got a got the big old oven, got the two fryers, and got a little grill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I got a little chicken table to bread chicken. Sure, that, sure. Yeah. That that's all I can fit. So there's yeah. really no more growing in that kitchen. But gotcha. Um, so we're worried that if we advertise too much. And then people have to wait an hour for their food. They might be kind of upset with us. Sure. Yeah, I get that. So. I get that totally. But at the same time, if my food comes correctly and it's good, I will wait that hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's when no. it, I wait the hour and it's not right. So I like to tell everyone when they call in what the wait time's going to be. And sometimes it is 45 minutes to an hour and they'll just be like, all right, that's fine. Yeah. But no, it's good food. So they'll okay. wait. Yeah, for sure. All right. Then let me take your water. 
So, oh, so you guys are, <clears throat> this is perfect. So you're, you're over in Sefner. So w- did you guys find an existing restaurant to rent out or did you have to renovate a space or how did that, how did that go about? Um, so we were, we, we were slow enough that I could go on Craigslist and look for spots. Okay. So I found a spot. Uh, it was truly Mediterranean, I think is what it was before mm. us. So it was already a restaurant. He lived in Tampa too. Okay. So when I came out, I found out he lived in Tampa. I think his business partner wasn't really helping him or something. And then his kids who were helping him wanted to go back to college. Okay. So he wanted out of his lease and all that. So as soon as I saw it, I hopped on it and, um, he ended up opening another shop in Brandon, I believe. Okay. Closer to his stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was already a restaurant. Um, had the commercial kitchen. Uh, it had a kitchen in it, but all that got pulled out. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. just the three compartment sink. The sinks were left behind. Yeah, the sinks, the That's prep the, area. Yeah. Okay. Um, that was that was all stayed the same. But I brought him. He had a big grill, like eight foot long grill, and then he had a um, a range, a six burner range with a small little oven underneath. Okay. Um, our landlord pulled the the range out for us, and then he took the stove or the the grill and his fryer. Okay. So I we put all our own. I made I had my own pizza station I brought that in. That stayed city though. Do you remember Safner? What? Like, oh, yeah. It, oh, Safner. Oh, that was a mess. Safner was, it was at one point a pizza hut, but one okay. of those like small, like to go only pizza huts. Yeah. So then a guy put in a real hood because it was a catering company. Mm-hmm. And then they it was empty for, for, years so it was bad. then it was permits for the septic and permits mm-hmm. for this and we had to go to tampa and then he said we needed something and i came back spackling and, the, and painting oh, man. and cleaning 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 mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it was uh, and we i think took put all the equipment in there didn't we the that was all our equipment sink and everything was, yeah all that all that stuff yeah. was ours it was a completely empty space we started from scratch there so coming out here and having one that was pretty well put yeah, together it wasn't like we the, just had to put in some equipment that was really nice yeah we didn't have to go hey septic company will you go yeah. rate this so i can take mm-hmm. it to the city yeah it's our it was already existing there's no septic it's just the grease trap yeah. so it's it was so much easier in dade city sure mm-hmm. especially with everything being across the street because i look out the window and i see city hall yep so i can just go right over there hey do i yeah. need a permit for this yeah yeah Right. It's so yeah, nice. it was a nice change. Oh, yeah. Of course, it was also a 45-minute drive one way when for we the first Tampa. year. <laughs> yeah. It was still worth it. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Oh, definitely. And so you mentioned that your dad has worked in restaurants for 50-plus years. Yeah. So I'm assuming he was a massive help in this whole process of getting you going and kind of giving you an idea of what to do and how to get started with the restaurant. Yeah. So he he's worked at all these places, and he kind of – he knows – it, it, it's easy for him to get into a place and go, hey, this is, watch out for this, watch out for this, watch out for this. Yeah. He doesn't stay in a place too long. He kind of gets bored with it. Mm-hmm. So he, the long-term running of a restaurant was not his strong suit. Okay. But getting into a place mm-hmm. yeah. and making a deal. Negotiation. Sure. Negotiating. His yeah. strong suit. I, he would go into Tampa and get a restaurant. He, the story is he had 42 cents in his pocket and he got a restaurant. Okay. What yeah. did, did he tell you? How <laughs> you find? I so think all, you, she just wanted out of it so bad. You find someone who wants out of it so bad, yeah. they're already losing because uh-huh. they don't know what they're doing. So sure. he comes in, sure, and he basically takes it for free for yeah. the most part. Yeah, he's got to get his permits and his all this other stuff, but that's 
how he did it. Yeah. So he, he can tell you, hey, you need a sink for this. What about your walk-in? What about your pizza station? Hey, right. you don't know how to throw a pizza. Yeah. You're right. right. I don't know how to throw a pizza. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. So, sure. yeah. How long did it take you to learn to throw? Is it pretty easy to do? Is it throwing uh, a pizza? Yeah, I think so. It's, it's, you, you're worried that you're going to mess it up at first. Yeah. So a couple of days and you're like, okay, I can make a pizza. It's not a perfect pizza. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a little thin in the center and all that, but right. I tell our employees that if I can do it, they can do it. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah. And the, the I've got no coordination. I can throw pizza, so <laughs> the, it's the, just something you have to learn. The yeah. the guy that uh, runs the oven when I'm at the pizza station, he goes to the pizza station when I'm not in the kitchen. Okay. So and his pizzas are coming out great. So yeah, it's it's not rocket science. Gotcha. Okay. Just takes training. Now, opening a restaurant is a big, I mean, opening a business in general is a big step, but a restaurant seems to be a huge risk. So according to pizzamarketplace.com, sounded pretty legit, right? Um, But anyway, so they say an estimated 60% of restaurants go out of business within their first three years. The first year is always the hardest with 44% failing to ever even get off the ground. So, I mean, you guys took a huge, huge mon- monumental risk opening a oh, yeah. restaurant. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and I think I seen, Robert, that you were working for Amazon before and you left that to pursue this. Yeah, so I, I was working at Walmart for 10 years or so. Uh, then I quit there, went to Amazon, and I got tired of Amazon in two years. Sure. Took Walmart 10, <laughs> Amazon two years. Yeah. Um, and I just, you have to reach to a point where you, I'm not doing this anymore. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to make Jeff Bezos more millions of dollars. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. That's what happened. I get it. Every time, because every, uh, what pushed us over the edge there was we were in the picking department. So you work at a, a platform and the, the, the Kiva bot, which is a big Roomba, comes by with a shelf of stuff and you got to pick it and put it in a, in a tote. Okay. You got to do that all day. Yeah. Up and down, up and down, up and down. It's really hard on the body. Yeah, really, really, really Sounds hard. like it, sure. So then we transferred to Pack, which okay. those totes then come on a conveyor belt and pick it out, put it in the box that the computer tells you and tape it up and put it on another line. Sure. That wasn't as bad, but it's, it's four-day work weeks. On the fourth day, they will say, hey, pick a short people. You guys know how to pick. No. I'm not doing this every week. It's yeah. one thing to help out, but I'm yeah. not a picker anymore. I don't want to do this. This is the reason I left. Right. And that was... Yeah, mine was still. Yeah, I and yours was still. I was, I was the one who put them into the, the Kiva bots. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then she got took in, them out, and um, it was just as bad. She though. got in trouble because mm-hmm. she put them in correctly, mm-hmm. and they're like, well, this is taking too much time. Well, yeah, but this is what you tell me to do. And right. Yeah, Amazon is a horrible company to work for. No, okay. no, no, no. Okay, so. Absolutely horrible. Um, we don't know that. We haven't been there for five no, years. No, horrible, sorry. I will say they had fantastic insurance. Insurance, oh yeah, insurance. Insurance was amazing. Best thing ever. You really needed it doing yeah. the job. Like, yeah. you needed that health insurance. But, right. And um, the pay wasn't was horrible fantastic. either. Okay. But the expectation yeah. that you are a literal robot. Yeah. yeah, it was rough. It, yeah. it was bad. Mentally and physically, it was just a rough place to work. And we sure. just we just didn't want to do it anymore. So yeah. and it, so I, I was a hourly manager at Walmart. Okay. So I applied for management there after I was there for a year. And they said no to that, but, they, but I could cover for the managers and do their job when I wasn't a manager. 
You're not getting paid to be a manager. You can just yeah. You can just do the job. So <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah. I was, that's when it's like, no, this is not going to work. Yeah, so. yeah. I get it. I get it. All right. So you guys have now been in business there with the restaurant for roughly five years. I believe uh, you count. You count Stefner. Well, yeah. If you count Stefner, it was probably three and a half. Four, five, five years five, in September. Is it five in September? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I guess so. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. So I mean, you guys are one of the success stories. I mean, literally, you it, legitimately are. Uh, it takes a lot of hard work and a lot of hours. Yeah. And I think um, uh, one reason a lot of places don't make it is because they invest the money, but they don't invest the time. Sure. And you have yeah. to invest the time. We worked the first year ninety-hour weeks. And my brother helped us out, um, but we tried not to work him anywhere near what we were working ourselves. And we also made sure he got paid first. Right. So. We did not take a paycheck for the first year. So we worked 90-hour yeah. weeks. We were There was a uh, walk in there that didn't work in Safner. Mm-hmm. You remember? We yeah. used it for storage. Yeah. We would put cardboard boxes down and go lay down during the day <laughs> yeah. because we were working so many hours. Yeah. We were exhausted. And yeah. we, we only paid ourselves enough money to cover our bills at home. Yeah. And that was it. Because well, we wanted to make sure our employees got paid. Yeah, sure. but the, the reason we were able to open the restaurant, too, is so when I was working at Amazon, my mom needed help with some rent. So we, we moved in with my mother. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that point, we're still paying her rent and all that. And it was like, because my grandpa died. My grandpa had died. So she needed some more rent because it was his house. Now it's her house. Um, and we're there. And I'm like, this, this is the time to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, the rent's she low. She was super helpful with us. We were very blessed. Yeah. So right. she's like, yeah, don't do it. Family. Like, okay, good. Nice. So yeah, if, yeah. if I hadn't had the safety net of knowing that I had a roof over my head, mm-hmm. it would have been a lot harder to do it. Sure. I'm not saying that I wouldn't have done it. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Yeah, right. So. Yeah. Okay. So um, so you're there. You're in Sefner. You're there for about a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And I have to imagine that kind of expensive to get going just open a restaurant maybe i've never opened one so i'm not sure so like did you guys take out loans did you swipe credit cards like how did you guys fund this in the beginning so okay what do you think it costs to open up a, a, a restaurant man i've um i'm i guess if the commercial kitchen is already there it cuts down no, on the expenses quite a no, bit no no commercial kitchen got to build it from you have a building and you have a hood for your fryers and your grill I mean, just off the top of my head, I'm thinking ten to twenty grand. That's about right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. um, the hood's the most expensive. So it, uh, we had some stock from Amazon because okay. that's when they were still really? doing stock. Okay. And all that. Yeah. Um, and we had been saving for a house. Sure. So, so. I had a few few thousand for that. So I think we ended up at Sefner. I want to say it was fifteen thousand. Something we bought. Mostly used equipment to start, and then sure, we had yeah. leased a few things, so we were paying on those those leases each month. Yep. Um, but out of pocket, yeah, probably about, about fifteen thousand. That yeah. okay. That included Robert and his dad going out and buying not always great yeah, pieces of equipment while <laughs> I was at work still. <laughs> And um, my father coming in and helping us with the electrical and the painting and everything. Nice. Her father was an electrician. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's like, hey, can you put the lights on the window? He's like, yeah. He shocked himself a couple times. It was funny. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it it, it only took about about, about 15. um, Okay. Because the hood was there. If that hood Mm -hmm. wasn't in that location, I mean, that's another 12,000 right there. Really? Okay. Yeah, it might be more now. Yeah. Um, then you have to put the fire suppression system in, which I, I don't even know what that cost. I just had to get that recharged. Oh, we did get a loan too. For what? 
I think at one point we got a loan a person like from my sister. Did we? Mm-hmm. Maybe for Safner when we first opened. It would have been like a thousand or something, right? Yeah, it was yeah, something yeah, it was small. something small. Like we paid yeah. that quick. Yeah. But she helped us out too. Like our family really yeah. helped us to get everything. It sounds off. like it. That's awesome. Yeah. The the yes. Date City was about the same, but to move at Jimbo, the guy that owns Nick's Pizza, he he loaned me five grand. Okay. Nice. He said, you, you, "No, you." And I got him paid off in the first year and all that. And yeah, um, that took about the same amount of money. But since we knew better, we knew to go get a new pizza station, get a bigger oven. Mm-hmm. The used fryer is just fine. Jimbo sold me the used fryer. Um, the grill's two hundred bucks, and then the fryer was like four hundred bucks. So, and so where do you find like just Craigslist, eBay? Uh, depend. If you're looking for used, what did I? I probably looked at Craigslist at the time. Okay. But Facebook Marketplace would be fine for used. There, there's companies now uh, that will sell used. Um, but for the new stuff, what did I use? I used First Lease. First Lease. So okay. the, the equipment, the new stuff, stuff is mm-hmm. a lease program. So it's like a car payment. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think I pay like two fifty a month. With for, the exception of this last oven. Except for the oven, I just paid cash. Straight to like um, supplies on the fly. But I think I think it was ten thousand ish dollars in leased equipment. Okay. Not leased isn't the right word. Um, paying off the equipment. Sure. So that that took off a lot. You have to pay. You have to pay twenty percent down. Okay. Which is basically the interest. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So okay. you pay that first, and yeah. then you make all the payments after. Yeah. 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 But um, it, it's worth it. Sure. It re- you don't have to pop ten grand for a pizza station. Yeah. And a, a, another reach-in fridge, and mm-hmm. and we brought a couple of things from the other the, the Sefner store. We had the little pizza station. Probably about the size of this table. Okay. Because uh, I wasn't that busy. Uh, now it's our salad top. Okay. So they make burgers there and they make salads there. Why well, have the big pizza station behind it? Okay. So. So when did you guys hire your first employee to come in and start helping you out? Uh, when we moved to Date City. No, we had wow. well, we had, we, we had, we had Jason. We had Jason and Sefner. Mm-hmm. He was good. Um, had a couple drivers. Had a couple drivers. Yeah, yeah. But uh, and then her brother. That he was really an employee. Yeah. But when we moved to Dade City, we hired Gracie first. Gracie, Gracie was my first employee. She's still in my system. She's not with us anymore, but I refuse to close out like all of her information in our system. So okay. Gracie, if she ever wants to come back in, she can start an audit <laughs> and just go to work. Yeah, nice. We loved her. She was there until she went to college. So she was with us for a while. Gotcha. Yeah. And that was when we first opened in Dade City. Yeah. And then we hired a few other people, did not work out. Um, How'd you go about finding them? Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, probably Facebook. Mostly Facebook. We tried Indeed, but it was just a hot mess. Really? Yeah. So mostly Facebook. Most of our advertising, our getting messages out there, like all of it has been Facebook. Which kind of stings because not everybody has it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, and then um, let's see. You guys moved from Sefner to Dade City in 2018. Sounds right. We opened in 2019. January 1st, 2019. So, yeah, yeah. we were moving. So, and what was the motivation for moving? Later. It was so slow. So, but okay. then again, that was the point of that restaurant. I, I knew it was going to be a stepping stone. Okay. We can mess up, we can make bad recipes, the food can come out like garbage mm-hmm. for once or twice. I'm like, okay, well, that's not going to work. Um, so, the only thing that saved us in Safner was that we had a contract with the Coast Guard. And they were in town, and so we were feeding them. And that was the only reason I think we were able to come to Date City. Really? Yeah. It was was able to bank just enough money just Mm -hmm. to go, okay, we have to be done here. How'd you guys score that contract? 
Somebody called me. Yeah. Yeah. They, okay. I think they were going off of like reviews. Um, and we had worked with uh, the school down the street and we'd worked with a few people. So, um, yeah, they, they called us up and said, hey, I know you work with people. And so they, nice. they, okay. we have a bunch of guys coming. I think it was like 100 at first. 100 something, something like that. Yeah. Guys that were staying at a hotel down the street. Um, and you guys just t- took them like 50 pizzas a day? Oh, no, they, no, they, they had, had um, per they day had money. Per and they're like, yeah, yeah uh, I want this and this. Okay. And then he wants this and this. He wants this and this. And we just take out and he runs it. Okay. He gets another order and come. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. yeah that, that saved us. I right think. on. Mm-hmm. Nice. It, it definitely got us to Date City. It, we might have been able to keep it afloat, not taking any money know. for ourselves. And. I don't but. know what my move would have been if we didn't get that. It would have been another move. I was very against Dade City at first. So I, I, yeah, really? I went to go yeah, look well, at it. Yeah, well, it was a 45-minute drive. And so I'm, and I had just started writing again uh-huh. because we were slow enough I could. Yeah. And then he's like, hey, so I found this location. We should open a second one in Dade City. I'm like, 45 minutes away? Are you crazy? But then she saw it. Yeah. Okay. So I me and my dad love. went first. Yeah. And he looked up because it's got the, the, the exposed beans and it, it's historic. And he goes in with me. He's like, she's going to like this place. Like, yeah, I know. So <laughs> so we, yeah. and then I brought her. She's like, oh, yeah. I saw the brick. Yeah. I saw the beams. I saw the town. Yeah. They had a, this the day that we came to look at it, there was the uh, homecoming parade okay. coming through yeah. the town. So, yeah. yeah, there was no going back. Okay. You just fell in love and it was just love at first sight. So you mm-hmm. moved in. So did you, was it hard to leave Sefner? Did you have to break a lease or anything? Or? So the idea was her brother would stay there, run it. Um, have a couple employees knowing that it wouldn't I'm not going to make retirement off of it but it's going to hopefully be self-sufficient we're hoping it would be enough for like him to be successful and then possibly mm-hmm. you know sell it to him or give him more of it or whatever yeah, yeah sure um, that didn't happen uh, it didn't work well we mm. found out within the first month that it yeah. wasn't going to work that okay. wasn't his his forte sure to do that Gotcha. Um, cooking definitely. Cooking, cooking itself was was great. Yes, yeah, just not running. Sure, and we found that out pretty quickly. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we had to break a lease with that one. We worked out a deal with that landlord, so we were still paying rent for that location for the first for another six, six months. months yeah. Really? That we were yeah, open that was fun. City. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, but we we did it right. We didn't burn any bridges. Yeah. 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 So that was nice. Right. Okay, awesome. So <clears throat> the name uh, of the business is American Pizza Oven, but you don't just do pizzas. You guys do calzones and strombolis and salads and chicken fingers and chicken wings. You have a, a chicken parm sandwich. You have hamburgers and Philly cheesesteaks. You, lar- you have a large yeah. menu. Um, who comes up with all the recipes for all the, all the dishes? Um, or, or just the ideas for all the dishes. I think anything that's new and being added is mostly stuff that we were making ourselves yeah. from what we had there, and we we're like, "This okay. is really good." And I eat it twice a week. We should probably add it to the menu. Yeah, like the chicken bacon ranch pizza and the burgers that we yeah. had. Like those are all things that we just make ourselves. Pizza bread because Holly eats because Holly it. kept making it like, for herself. So, so we, we added on the menu. pizza bread yeah. to the menu. So it's okay. mostly just stuff that we like snack on okay while we're there um the calzones and the strombolis we googled because we didn't know how to make them because we're not actually no italian has, so no we, the same recipe they don't they're mm. all different so we were finally just like we're just gonna do it this way and it is what I it think is with the calzones stromboli i asked jimbo how he does it um I, I changed it a little bit and 
What else did I ask Jimbo? Um, your brother came up with a breading mix mm -hmm. for the chicken. It's changed um, a little bit since then. A little bit, not yeah. Much. He, he did the first sauces we had for the wings. Mm -hmm. We've altered those a little bit. Um, I think I chose the hamburger bun because it's a Hawaiian bun, and it's so good. <laughs> um, the dough that we were using, we it was uh, Lasorto brand dough. Okay. So GFS had it. Uh, so that's a New Jersey dough before we made dough mm -hmm. and we really liked it so we tried to get a, a it's a copycat recipe I guess um, but it doesn't but taste anything like it now gotcha. yeah. Okay. we switched from soy oil to olive oil and we did a few things to the recipe when we switched okay. over we just started making dough in December oh really yeah oh wow okay yeah because I didn't want to mess it up yeah sure I, sure. I, I don't want to make dough I don't want to mess it up yeah and the dough we, we had was really good but as soon as I switched that dough, the, the savings is insane. Really? Yeah. Okay. It, it, it's a quarter of the cost. So the shipping fees and stuff just alone, or is it? The, well, the, the dough the, was going just going up and up and up, and at one point it was like a dollar twenty-five a dough ball, and then it went up to like two seventy-five or something like that, and I was like, Okay, nah, that ain't gonna work. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably even higher now. Oh yeah, we it's probably insane now. So now it's. Mm. It, since we had uh, a chef from Cisco, he took the dough ball. He's like, okay, this is what it is. This is where to start. He's told, okay. show me where to start. Nice. And then we played. Yeah. So the first six batches, me and her are so screaming bad. at each other. So bad. You did it wrong. You did it wrong. Stop it. Why are you so angry? The I hate this place. That, like, this kept us from yeah. killing each other was like these dough monsters that we were creating that just oh, kept yeah. exploding. Never use the amount of yeast they tell you to use. No. Okay. Ever. No, it was okay. so bad. We came in the next day and like dough was overflowing on oh, yeah. our hearts and <laughs> Like so I, I look over while we're making it, and his hands are just like stuck in yeah. this. Oh, it was bad. It was, it was horrible. Yeah. I, I was called Jimbo the first day, I'm like, or the next day, I took a picture. and said, "Is this supposed to be that risen?" He's like, "What are you making bread? <laughs> what do I do?" He said, "How much yeast did you use?" Like I said, I told him how much. He's like, "Yeah, that's too much yeast." Said, how much yeah. do you use? He told me. He's like, "Okay, I'm gonna try with that." <laughs> I think I and I lowered it just a little bit more than what he uses. I think. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Good times. But but once you know how to make dough. It's it's easy. Once you know, you know. Mm -hmm. Once you know, it's easy. You just, as long as your ratios are right, mm -hmm. and it's it's almost the easiest thing to do. Because mm. we st we st we cut chicken from whole chicken breast. Okay. So chicken strips That's and popcorn not chicken. The easiest thing to do. Not yeah. Mm. Okay. Dough is easier than that. Like there's two people at the restaurant who know how to cut chicken properly, I think, and there are like four or five who could probably do dough now. Yeah, I don't cut chicken anymore. Okay. I uh, she, no. Because we got an argument. Uh oh, are you are you uh? So so this is what happened, right? So in Sefner, <laughs> this is not what happened. This is what happened. He's gonna tell you <laughs> one story, happened. and then I'm gonna tell you what actually okay, happened. Okay, okay, okay. So we're new, and we want to give a lot of food out, right? Well, once you realize that's counterproductive, you got to give out a fair portion for a good price. Otherwise, you're feeding them three times and taking the food home. Even if you're you're profitable, you're feeding them three times. You want them to come back and enjoy more food. So we argue about the portion size. And I'm like, I'm not cutting chicken ever again. I'm, I'm mad and all that. And I forgot what she said. But that's what happened. Whatever she says is so, wild. <laughs> that is wild. We did argue about the portion size. And that is true. And he was right. We should have cut back a little bit. What happened was he cut popcorn chicken. 
the size of golf balls. And I went over and said, hey, you need to cut these a little bit smaller. And he said, I'm never cutting chicken again. And that <laughs> is the last time he really cut chicken. Yeah, yeah I don't remember that. Yeah. 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 So. Never happened. Never happened. Conveniently. <laughs> never happened. Yeah. But, but that's okay because we, we like it cut a certain way and yeah. try to keep it uniform. Yeah. Try to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do you guys have any, um, and this might be giving away too much, but are there any hidden menu items? So like, you know, if you go out to In-N-Out, if you've ever been out west and they have their animal style fries where it's it's not on the menu, but if you know, you know. Like, do you guys have something like that? We, I mean, kind of, because if we have the ingredients, we'll make We're, it. Yeah. Like the deep fried garlic knots for Jamie. Yeah, yeah. You know, like. So if someone asked, we would make yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, she, deep fried she, garlic knots. Okay. Yeah, when she comes in, um. That's usually what she'll get. And so there are some, like, if we have the ingredients, we'll make it up for you. Um, I don't want to say any more than that because I don't want him to get mad at me if they come yeah. in and say, hey, can you make this for me? Yeah, but, sure, sure. If yeah. everyone starts ordering it, it goes on the menu and I raise the price. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, right on. Um, so I also heard about your deep fried pizza. Is it exactly as it sounds? Is it deep fried pizza? So... Um, Shane was there when I did it, the my the realtor, and he was a he was still a food purveyor at the time. Um, we were just talking about stuff to deep fry. And I, you got I, bored in the kitchen. Yeah, and we were it was, we were slow, um, and I kind of looked at. I, I don't remember if he said it or I said it. He doesn't remember either. I said, uh, "Let's deep fry pizza." Ooh. So we rolled up a slice of pizza and put dough over that in a second roll, and then deep fried it. Okay. And he ate it. It's so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it, that's fair food. It was right when oh, we started okay. doing yeah, our I got own you. fried okay. mushrooms and onion rings. Yeah, we were doing, uh, he, he showed us the, Shane, he showed us the, the best way to do fried mushrooms and onion rings. So we were doing that and we're just, I just went on. I'm like, oh, I want to deep fry like, everything. Let's deep fry pepperoni. Let's deep fry Oreo. <laughs> that's pepperoni let's deep fry everything. From. Pepperoni then, bombs are, is deep fried pepperoni. Yeah. It's pepperoni wrapped with some, spare dough and it's dropped but then the okay. deep fried slice he took what he had originally made and made it better by now he cooks the toppings oh, yeah. in the oven with cheese mm-hmm. and he'll cut open that deep fried slice and put those inside and then the garlic butter and parmesan on top yeah yeah so the the, the toppings are kind of like a dressing mm. okay sure sure it's do you guys meal. have like a stuffed crust do you guys do any is that hard to do is, stuff- it is. yeah i did stuffed crust in um Sefner. okay but i also had a, a big cutting board table probably these two tables together yeah. so i had room i don't have room here right so and we also use block cheese there so i could just cut the block cheese. which we do now again for mozzarella, for mozzarella sticks because we make our own mozzarella sticks now too but we don't really have the space you have to go bigger than the screen and our biggest is an 18 inch pizza so you need like a 20 inch screen at that point to fold it over to get around uh, the cheese. Sure. And I get flour so on just, one side of the dough so the sure. dough sticks right. okay yeah it's it's a pain yeah um it was good yeah, yeah. But it, it, it was a pain. So I kind of stopped doing that. Yeah. Okay, so i seen on your website, your website says, now offering online ordering. Is that a relatively new thing? We've tried a few different ways yeah. of offering online ordering before. We tried the Grubhub and DoorDash. Um, and third parties. We, Remember what I told you about third yeah. parties? Yeah. And then we tried a, a Pizza Mico, which Pizza they, Mico were, was pretty they good. were really good until they weren't. Like yeah. they were great. Yeah, they they were really good. Uh, the 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 
the fees weren't insulting. It was mm-hmm. it was like a dollar under ten dollars, and then it was two dollars for anything over twenty. That they but charged that us. Yeah. For, okay. Um, so it was really reasonable compared to like DoorDash and Grubhub. Well, what did they? I just had a curious. What did, what did they charge you guys? Who, DoorDash. Yeah, Grubhub? DoorDash. It was like thirty percent. Thirty percent of the mm-hmm. of the wholesale. Yeah. Yeah. During COVID, they what? did this special where it was fifteen percent, and that's when most people signed up. But then after they jacked it back oh, up. Oh yeah. Thirty percent. Yeah. Jesus. And then they charged the customer on top of that. Yeah. A fee. So yeah. third parties. Yeah. yeah. That's insane. It is insane. I every time anyone says Grubhub, I'm like, stop using them. Yeah. Stop it. So yeah. how are? I guess they're just the restaurants who use them are just jacking up the prices to compensate now some restaurants are yeah Yeah. if you look at their Grubhub page instead of a pizza being $15 it's $22 sure Mm -hmm. okay and for some reason people are paying that yeah I don't understand that yeah but um, yeah so now Pizza Mika was really good until they switched systems and we couldn't have online order for a month and a half and yeah we were really upset sure so we had we had to we're done yeah. Like, so I what do you guys do now? Do you have your own drivers? Or so something? Oh, yeah. we found um, a, it's a third party, but it, it works seems to be POS. working well because it goes directly through the point of sale system. So okay. when an order comes through, it prints out a receipt. Yeah. I don't have to touch anything. It just prints out a receipt yeah. at my register and it prints one in the kitchen. Okay. Because so. it's integra- integrated with uh, our payment processing company. Nice. He teams up with them. Okay. So it is a third party, but not really. Okay. So we, we paid a, a fee. It's like a third party attached to a third party we already trust. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I don't know. I guess so, yeah. So it, it, it's, I think it worked out to be about $40 a month, maybe $50 a month when it's all said and Just done. A flat, oh, okay. Okay. Uh, you got to pay the first year or you got to pay it yearly. But it's the, it's so much savings even from Pizza Miko. Mm-hmm. It's just incredible savings and just off the top of my head i mean i know very little about running a pizza place but i would assume if you're using like grubhub it's just random people showing up to deliver it right I mean, oh, do they even the have like oh, that was the thing. other yeah. thing why we kicked sometimes, don't people have bad yeah it's like bags right they don't though or and something? so the food gets there we had two or three bad reviews because yeah. the food was showing up cold because either they didn't show up for 45 minutes after the order was placed yeah or they showed up right when the order was placed and we have a backup of 45 there's no way to coordinate that yeah. timing or they didn't have a heat bag right or they drove in their car with their air conditioning yeah. on or whatever yeah. the case might have been so sure. people were getting cold food from us and sure like, All right, we, uh, this is not working. last year at some point or the year prior we would start getting people come up and they, they had grubhub, grubhub hats on or doordash one of the two mm-hmm no, no, it's Uber. It was an Uber? No, one no, no. Of them. DoorDash does it too. One of them. Where you're not even on their platform. But they, but they put you on there and they then they take... They call to place the order or they'll come in to place the order yeah. and then use a debit card for that platform to pay for it. Okay. So people were placing their order on yeah. it. Well, yeah, because people were placing their order on the app and uh-huh. then 30 minutes later, somebody was calling me to place the order. Uh-huh. And if we were closed... Or if we'd taken our last order, I couldn't do anything for them. So now sure, you have yeah. people calling us at the restaurant saying, hey, it's been 45 minutes since I placed my order on DoorDash. I'm like, I don't have DoorDash. I, I'm not on DoorDash. So yeah. I wow. have no way of checking that order. I, I had yeah. to, we called them, or I, I think I emailed them. I said, look, if, if you don't take me off your site, I'm going to charge you guys $100 per order <laughs> yeah. as a service fee. Sure. Yeah, the next crazy. day, she's like, well, you're off. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
So they just put you on there. Yeah, because yeah. now I have my own drivers at that point. Yeah. Now you're taking money on my drivers. Sure. No, yeah. not doing that. Right. And <laughs> causing bad rapport with the customers. Because yeah. You're now not the customers are mad. The kitchen's yeah. mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone's mad because you just thought you could get away with that. Yeah. And me not. Yeah. No. Well, we're bringing you business. No. I don't like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So do, have you guys seen a boost in sales? So you added the online ordering, I guess, relatively recently. Um, did you... So why did you do the online ordering? Was it like a customer request or just a natural next progression? I was getting a little um, overwhelmed up front at the register. Okay. And it was hard to find the help. So trying to answer both phone lines and make sure the food stays warm when it comes up on the counter and handle the customers that are coming into, it just gets to be a bit much. So when we added delivery, it was one of those... If we're going to have delivery, we really need to have an online option for them to yeah. put their address in and take payment and everything. Yep. So, I get yeah. that. So it eased up on the front some. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And then the system that we have now, um, since it prints right to the kitchen, I can just take a ticket, put it in line. We're like, yeah. all right, everybody's good. Yeah. yeah. And she can do whatever else she has to do, whether it's mm-hmm. dine in or whatever. So. so getting that system up and running, did you have to change your current system? to Because it, it, it no. was integrated right in, right. you said. Because it, it works with the, the same the company same POS. that we worked now. Because yeah. we asked them a while back, and we kind of tried Pizza Miko first. And I kind of knew if Pizza Miko ever failed, I would just call him. Yeah. So And that's what we did. Gotcha. Awesome. Okay. And so um, it sounds like the, the online ordering is relatively new, but do you guys have any other future plans for American Pizza Oven? Like, uh, are you adding or removing menu items, expanding or contrasting your staff? Are you opening a second location uh, for, in terms of American Pizza Oven? Do you have anything like that that's in the um, works? We, we might bring back like our our game nights maybe so yeah we used to have a game night once a month okay um, where well i don't know if we do that because we, we we would tie that into the other thing that we're trying to do oh, probably too so never mind we might not do that okay it might not be at american pizza we did just expand the menu okay a couple items it. okay um, gotcha we just hired a bunch of new staff so what'd you add to been, the menu uh mushroom swiss burger mm-hmm. uh the bacon ranch pizza the bacon ranch sub the pizza bread. bombs, pizza bread. Wow. Okay. A couple things, yeah. yeah fried okay. pickles. I think fried we finally pickles. added them that. to the menu. Finally actually added them to the menu. But it was an outdated menu, so we added a few. We took off a couple of took things. Took off avocados. Too. Okay. Anything with avocado. Yeah. Um, didn't sell a lot of it anyway. Did the fad kind of go away? Is, it, is, is the avocado fad dying You know, I wasn't selling any of them until I took it off the menu, and we decided not to get any more avocados, yeah. and then people and kept people calling asking for them, so I don't know. Yeah. We, we also, the avocado price was getting going up we're like nah and you'd get them in and sometimes they'd be super ripe and other times not so much so yeah. it's one of those like oh somebody wants a sandwich let's check to see if we have avocado for that sandwich yeah it was it was the oddball sure stuff. one off so, yeah. yeah okay and you were you were saying before i cut you off i'm sorry that you've also just recently expanded your staff as well yeah yeah we just hired a bunch of new people um so we've been doing a lot of training and yeah, I think we're up to, to 10 people now. 12. 12? Is that 13. including us? Wow, really? 13 when I do payroll. So 13, so, so 11. So I want, it, I want to open on Mondays, but it's this hard. Or that I want to stay goal. open. That's why we wanted to hire more people so yeah. that we could open on Mondays. But sure. it's, it's difficult to find people. So if you hire 10, you probably are keeping three. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. And if you one interview of those three 20, is really good. you might get you might get to now is that specific to restaurants or just to the current climate of what things are right now that's or, probably in general okay um, okay 
and just thinking back at when I worked at Walmart, it's about the same. Okay. Just they people don't want to work. Yeah. So, or and sometimes it's just not their field either. So sure. If you might hear a lot of people say, "Well, servers don't make a lot of money," it's because you're not a server. It, it's very much a trade. A good server will can walk out with two hundred dollars a day, easy. Yeah, gotcha. I hop or anything. Even here, she makes tips if she works the front and she's handling the front. Mm-hmm. She 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 earns the tips. Yeah. If she's not up front, then she doesn't earn the tips. Right. Or even if I'm just helping up front. Yeah, or even if she's just front of food or something silly. Because um, I'd rather the employees get them. But when I'm up front by myself, I do well in tips. Oh, yeah. Because I really like my customers. And I think I think they know that when they come in. I try to remember what they've ordered. I try to remember their names. I try to remember what's going on in their lives. Yeah. And it makes a huge difference. But if you're just there for the paycheck and you don't really care about the customer. And you're, oh, you're, uh, why they stiff me? Yeah. Oh, it comes back around. Yeah. So anybody in food can tell you. My sister, she served at IHOP in Tampa, uh, worked probably from 6 a.m. to 12, walked out with $200 yeah. in tips. That yeah. didn't count her wage yeah. because she knew what she was doing. Yep. Then the other server is just, oh, woe is me, whatever like that. It's like, yeah. it, it's a trade. You have to be good at food. If you're not sure. good at food, you're or customer service, even. I had or no that. food experience before we opened a restaurant at all, but I had a decade in customer service, and so yeah, that, that helps difference. Yeah. So, what it, what's some of the hardest things, and maybe some of the easiest things about running a restaurant? I mean, if there's are any easy things. I mean, so you guys have had five years of experience. You're obviously successful at it. So, what's some of the hardest and easiest things about running a restaurant? Hmm. Good question. So if I have the same people in the kitchen, consistency is the easiest thing. Okay. If you don't have the same people in the kitchen, it's the hardest Hard thing. <laughs> okay. Okay. Makes sense. I get that. Okay. Um, finding the people that can do the job correctly is hard. Yeah. Um, and are motivated to do it correctly. Um, okay. Other than that, it, I don't want to say it's easy. But it kind of is. Okay. Once you know what you're doing. Sure, sure. Um, it's just, that's a hard question. Because yeah. some some days, the easiest thing becomes the hardest thing. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. The okay. fire went down. Oh, man, let me call Ken. Yeah. yeah. Ken, it's down again. We go Normally, ahead. smiling for customers, easiest thing. Like, but once actually, in a while. <laughs> but once in a while, it yeah. becomes the hardest thing, or, you know? Yep, yep. So, it's... I think you just have to find the right flow and then everything can be the easiest thing once you find the right flow. Yeah. Once you have the right people working together, if you have people who don't get along well, it becomes a challenge. But sure. if you find the right people to work together, I think our most of our employees now are kind of like a family. Yeah, for the most part. They're, they're all, I mean, you can make jokes with each other and all that. Everybody's happy. No one's like, oh, you made a joke. Oh no, let me call HR. Yeah. I am HR. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 So it's it's once you get people you can work with. Yeah. Everything's easy. Food. Right oh, I will say the challenge right now in this in this climate, I guess, um, is getting the food that you need. Um, the food costs have climbed like crazy. So yeah. trying to find reasonably priced food and getting it on your truck. There are weeks that we 
just don't get two or three things on our truck because it's just hard really? to find right now. So. Okay. That's that's why we have two food purveyors. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Because so, if one is out, the other one isn't. Okay. It always works that way. Yeah. So it, I, I was able to eliminate some of that by having two two different companies. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, and do you have to have contracts with both of them or you kind of just like just order when you need? It, it's it's not necessarily a contract because I can point and go, I'm not ordering for you anymore. Okay. Um, but they want to sell you as much food as they can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, they're like truck minimums, you know? Yeah, you truck minimum. So, yeah. truck minimum is like $500 on one company, another one's $750. Gotcha. I meet those no problem. Yeah. Um, so, like, my, I order from both companies. One company, Cisco's twice a week. Cheney is once a week. Okay. And they're, but they're about fifty percent food mm-hmm. uh, of portion. Gotcha. So like I get all my cheese from Cheney because they have grande cheese. Okay. So yeah, yeah I got to use grande. Grande is gotcha. really good. Yeah. So I do. I do, we just switch back to them too. So right good. on. Okay. People will notice a difference, but they don't know what the difference is. They just notice a difference. Yeah. So I'm like, this is the best pizza I've had here in a while. I'm like, yeah, it's the grande. It's grande. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Um, okay. But yeah, so the food and then the accounting. Because I we don't have an accountant. Mm. Well, we do like to file our end of the year well, taxes, yeah. but that's mainly time, other than though. that, it's it's a challenge. The first couple of years, yeah. I learned by making mistakes yeah. on a lot of things, and the IRS will let you know yeah. Yeah, you've well, made a mistake. Yeah, yeah. Only they wait like six to six months to a year because they're so behind right now to uh-huh. let you know, and then you have to like, oh, this is. From 2019, we're in 2022. I have to remember what this mistake was. Okay, yeah, yeah. all right. Go back through everything and I, yeah. so it becomes so a with like bookkeeping and stuff. We we keep different types of books. She does the tax stuff, and I do kind of a a cash flow spreadsheet. Okay, and a daily P and L, pretty much. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So we have so between the both of us, we know what we're doing, what our taxes are, and all that. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people, a lot of company, a lot of uh, business owners that just start out don't keep track of that stuff and right. that's what gets them if you yeah. don't keep track of your your portions that you're giving out your food costs your sure. uh, it adds up quickly if you're yeah. feeding your employees for free all day every day yeah like that's real add up sure pretty quickly sure so. and you guys are just doing this all yourself you just figured out how to do it along with running a pizza place we like yeah. spreadsheets <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah google sheets right yeah. on there and I have the whole year projected out I have when what day my truck comes out how much it should be mm-hmm. and then it just progresses through so I know if I'm going to get any dividends at the end of the year I know what my payroll should be at the end of the year yeah um, I got another column to tell me hey I'm paying Cisco this much by the end of the year Cheney's this much of the year Tico's getting this much Gail the landlord's getting this much yeah so I, I have yeah yeah, you have to keep you have to be OCD to sure. keep track of that. Sure, that's why I think what do you we'd say forty percent fail in the first year or so. Was that what you uh, said? Sixty percent. Sixty percent. Sixty percent in the first year. That's part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Because sure. they're not track. paying attention. Yeah, yeah, and and you guys obviously have. I mean, it's it's. I mean, it's very obvious to me that you guys are very motivated uh, to succeed. And, and um, in another interview, and you touched on this already, but Robert, you had mentioned that you're not going to be able to go back and work for that man and make him money again. Talking no. about uh, no now, now that you're you're a business owner, it's obvious that you you guys do have a passion for what you're doing and you believe in it. And I mean, really, that's that's a, a quality that has held true for every interview that I've done so far. I can just tell that the people are they're just passionate about what they're doing. Um, and so 
I know that there are people listening to this right now who have something going on the side or they have an idea to start something, but they've got this full-time job and they've got, they just don't know when the right time is to fully bet on themselves. So you guys are coming from a place of experience. You, you own a successful restaurant. You've made it past those first pivotal few years. So coming from your place of experience and, and, and success, what would be some tips and tricks that you would give to someone to, to when they're first starting out? How would they know? And you've already kind of touched on it, but just again, so how would someone know when it's time to quit working for someone else and just bet on myself and go for it? Um, you'll know when you dread going to work every day, but at the same time, you can't, you can't try to time it because it's like trying to time the stock market. Not gonna work. Eventually, you're gonna get so fed up with your boss is younger than you and they're, they're not as smart or they don't do their job or whatever and you go, I'm, I'm done with this. So what do you like to do? If you like to mow lawns, go mow lawns. Mm-hmm. Have a little safety net. Definitely have a safety net. Of, yeah. It, I mean, depending on, I guess, your lifestyle, but I, the other, I, when we, before we opened, we lived way below our means to have that safety net. And so that's yeah. something that you have to be willing to do. And if you're sure. not willing to do that, you, I don't think you should even bother trying because you have yeah. to leave, live totally. below your means, yeah. have a safety net. And if you can have a support system, mm-hmm. whether it's just for mental support or, or physical, like if you, oh my gosh, I need somebody today, like have some kind of system in place yeah. of friends and family or try networking. There's mm-hmm. um, Pasco, Pasco Smart. Smart yeah. Start. Smart Start, yeah. Yep. They're, they're just some great, yeah. great places out there to get that help from and to get that assistance from. Yeah. So if you don't have your own support system, I like highly suggest finding something like that yep. instead. Yep. Um, but you'll know. Yeah. When you don't, when you just can't work for somebody else anymore, yeah, it'll hit you hard. You, you have to, you have to hit rock bottom on it. Sure. You have to go. Why am I here? Why do I? I have to be here from this time to this time. And now you have to do that with your own business too. But it's a completely different ball game. When when I bought the POS, when I bought the oven, when I signed the lease, or if you're married, it's together. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of people try to say husband and wife can't work together because you're so worried about it. If you guys can't work together, you might not need to be married. Seriously. So. We worked together at Amazon yeah. for two years before we actually opened up the restaurant and they would have us working at stations right next to each other a lot. So like we already had that experience a little bit. And then when we moved in with this mother, we were living in a 216 square feet. Yeah. Of space. A bed, two TVs, and a tub uh-huh. chair. So we no were doing effort. Amazon yeah. and coming home to 216 square feet together. And yep. so opening the restaurant wasn't as big a deal for us because we'd already had that sure. experience. I still threaten to kill yeah. him often. Still but, argue, still fight, still, yeah. I, mm, it still happens. But yeah. At, yeah, yeah. Video. Um, but at the end of the day, we can trust each other to know, okay, she does the taxes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I got the kitchen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless she says something different about the kitchen, she shouldn't have to worry about it. And then we have uh, a woman who's basically the manager when we're not there. She likes to work. So prep, blah, blah, everything. Doesn't yell yet, 
because I need to yell at some, <laughs> some employees. But <laughs> when, when you get a, a couple of people you can trust, yeah, it, it's a lot easier too. Yeah, but yeah sure. If, if anyone is sitting there thinking about, I want to open a business, take the amount of money that you can afford to lose. Add up your bills. Add up your bills. Figure first, out what you need. Figure out what you need to live off of first. Cut all the luxuries have out. Have some kind of safety net. Yep. Even if that means like, oh, I'm going to have a $20 a month phone instead of a yeah. $60 or $100 or whatever yeah. the people yeah. pay on their phones now. I don't yeah. even know. Yeah. Get rid of Hulu. Get rid of Net. You don't need any of that. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you, you don't right. want the distraction anyway. You want to focus on what you need to do. Exactly. So yeah. I play Elder Scrolls online normally and I... Like, when I have time, I'll play every night. Yeah. But when we were opening, no more PlayStation Plus, no sure. more ESO Plus, sure. none of that yeah, stuff. Sure. You know, yeah. like, I don't I don't have time to play that. So you just have to go without for a little bit. I, I would. Now, a lot of people don't want to hear what I'm about to say. You will fail. It's okay. Yeah. Because when you fail, you're going to go, what did I do wrong? Mm-hmm. And then you're going to do it again. Learn from your mistakes. You will fail. You will lose money at first, but it all comes back around. Yep. Just like serving a table. You're going to get stiffed here. You're going to get stiffed here. That other table is going to take care of you. Yep. It's It, it all comes around. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's okay. Do, do you guys feel like there's ever a right time to do it? Like, like, so I, I hear a lot of people say that I'm just waiting for that, just the right time. I'm just waiting for that right time to come along. There's never... A yeah, right time. It, it, if we were to wait for a right time, we probably never would have opened the restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. At, at some point, you just have to jump in. Yep. Agreed. So it's, it's when you are mentally able to understand that it's you have a very high chance of failing the first time. Yep. But you're going to do it again. And you're going to do it again. Yep. A lot of people don't see all the extra stuff that you, you've lost this, you made this mistake. This guy took your money. This guy didn't pay their bills. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we've had that. We've had a third-party company where we used that. They used us to feed a school and stiffed us two thousand dollars. <laughs> Pretty sure the school paid them the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. there's yeah. a reason we don't like using third-party companies anymore. Yeah, I get it. What was the name? I of get it? it. School eatery. School eatery. Okay. So Jesus. Okay. Any food people that are listening there, and they go, don't hey, use them. Don't use them. Yeah. They gotcha. yeah, it somewhere around two thousand dollars. Wow. And when I call them, just to go, hey, where's my money? Just to like, it's been two years, but I'm gonna call them. Hey, you got my money yet? Yeah. It goes directly to voicemail, so they're still around. Yeah. So then you're gonna. But you know gonna what? Get because we used them to feed a school. It's one of the with St. Yeah. Anthony's. We yeah. feed St. Anthony's. Um, we they, feed them now. they liked the food. Nice. And so okay. the principal reached out to us this year and said, Hey, can we, we're going to try making our own app. Can we, can we use you guys? And so we started feeding them one day a week. And then <clears throat> by the end that we tried twice a week, they're um, talking about doing all week next year, which I kind of hope we get to do. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah, and you then we make those. Centennial. We did make that connection at least mm-hmm. by going through a third party. So it wasn't yeah. it cost me a couple it grand. It wasn't a complete fail, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. God is good, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Awesome. Um, so let's see here. I ask everyone this same question, and it's. I just want to hear you guys talk about it for a little bit. So, why Dade City? What do you guys like the most about Dade City? So I was born in Dade City, but about five. You know, my parents moved. They got divorced, so I kind of have to go with them. 
Um, when I was looking at Craigslist for another spot, um, I didn't really know it was Dade City per se, but I called my dad and all that, and uh, we came down here. I'm like, oh, okay, small city. I like this. And then he's like, yeah, remember, you're born here. I'm like, oh, yeah. I Because I, <laughs> I, 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 we lived in Zephyr Hills, but we, yeah. I, I was uh, – I forgot the name of the hospital. It's gone now, but um, – he was the last baby. I was like, apparently I was the last baby. Apparently. Really? Yeah. He broke the hospital. Oh, yeah. I, no. He said he just paid the doctor's bill. And then <laughs> my mom had ants on her by the time we were gone and all that. So I guess that was why they were closing. But um, when when I when we me and my dad drove here, it's like, okay, I really like this. Mm-hmm. It's nice. It's small. It's, it's like Ebor without all the alcoholics <laughs> yeah yeah you know what i mean yeah yep i get yeah. it yeah and, and there's not a whole bunch of loud people yeah it's like yeah. daytime ebor yeah sure sure yeah, so it was nice the first day when we came out to look at it and the homecoming parade pretty much sold me between yeah. that and the courthouse and just the downtown i, I just loved it um yeah and this community is amazing absolutely amazing first at least once a week i get a reunion in my dining room because somebody will be ordering and somebody else walks in and they're like, hey, I haven't seen you in forever. And it's amazing. But also throughout COVID, throughout all of that, we had people coming in three times a week because they did not want us to close. And they would say yeah. specifically like, I just don't want to see you close, so I'm going to keep supporting you. And they awesome. were amazing. Yeah. And if we were still in Safnar, we would never have no, made it through that. Mm. Like it, It's just an amazing community. Yeah. So the more... I get to know the people here. Yeah. The more I love it. Right and, then, on. and then you understand that everyone knows the other person over there and mm-hmm. that person over there. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. And it's just, like it's somebody just adds me on Facebook and I'm like, oh, we've got 15 mutual friends and I've only lived in Dade City for a year and a half. So, yeah. All right. Let's yeah. keep going. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a cool town. It's a really, really cool town. Um, so, <clears throat> if, if, if someone came up to you guys and asked you for advice, they're just getting started. They're entrepreneurs. And you know that they're passionate about what they're doing, that they're serious, and that they really are going to go all in. So they've come to you guys and they said, hey, this is my situation. I'm just, you guys are successful. I'm just looking for just some general tips and tricks to, to, to be a successful entrepreneur. Not necessarily a, a restaurant, just in general. If someone came to you guys in that situation, what type of advice would you give to someone like that? Um, keep track of keep track of money. You have to keep track of money. Mm-hmm. Um, figure out what you want to do, and you just got to start doing it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you have to start. Right. If you're sitting in your bed, waking up in the morning, go, oh man, I wish I had my own company. Oh man, oh, and you can't have a woe is me attitude. No, you really it, can't. You have to figure out what the bright side of everything. So, like she says, we're blessed that the the school thing. Now I can do business directly with the school. Yeah. So that's good. Tree yeah. knocked out our electricity when we we're supposed to open. Shaved us thousands right. of dollars. And yeah. There's always. So I'm a firm believer that like God does things for a reason. Yep. Yeah. Just listen to what his his plan is for you sure. and follow it. Yep. And if it seems like it's going off track, it stick with it. 
and it'll be okay. Was it Easter that you wanted to close on the Saturday and then the air went out? Yes. So she really wanted to close that Saturday before Easter. We're going to be slow. This is whatever. And we're like, I'm like, no, we kind of... Friday. I wanted to close for Good Friday. Close, yeah. And we stayed open instead. And then Friday the air went out. Completely out. (laughs) And we closed because of it. Yeah. Yeah. My birthday... I I wanted to close for my birthday, yeah. but I was like, you know what? Be a responsible business owner. Let's just open. Mm-hmm. And the electricity went out. <laughs> and like, oh, and, yeah, and then and then right when it came back up, like an hour and a half later, all of Spectrum in yeah. downtown yeah. Hate City. Went I couldn't out. have been open if I wanted to. Wow. I felt bad at first because we we're like, okay, if it does come on by eleven o'clock, mm-hmm. we have to we have to cancel. We have a tree hopper's order. We're not going to be able to fulfill it if it doesn't come on at eleven. Mm-hmm. So she calls her and all, and we got the order canceled. All that. I think it was like eleven fifteen, and we're we're walking out the door. The power came back on. <laughs> so now I feel bad. And then two hours later, Spectrum went down and was uh, down for the rest of the day. Yeah, and we wouldn't have been able to take phone calls, credit cards, credit cards, nothing. or yeah, anything. Yeah. Our Wi-Fi would have been down completely. Sure. So like, then I felt better. Th- these things like, happen. Okay. Yeah. But my advice would be customer relations and networking. Sure. Take care of the customer. Really, it's important. They're the reason that you have a business. And I don't think a lot of people, I shouldn't say a lot of people, I don't think a lot of success, unsuccessful business owners, what am I trying to say? These successful business owners know that their customers are the reason that they're successful. Right. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And people who don't, who don't care are not going to succeed. Yeah. That doesn't mean the customer's always right. Yeah, so yeah, be, yeah. be careful. There, there is there is a fine line where it's like <laughs> no, no. Yeah, but generally, you you take care of the customer, and if they, but you also have to realize. So if it's a restaurant, that if they don't like the food, it doesn't mean they're going to leave a bad review. It means they won't come back. Yeah. But if they have bad customer service, they're that's, probably going to leave a bad. That's review. the bad review. Yeah. If the if the food is is bad. But everyone was nice. They just won't come back. So if you don't see the same people over and over, now you need to figure out why. On that note, feedback. Be willing to accept criticism. Sure. As long as it's constructive criticism, mm-hmm. be willing to accept it. People who don't want to hear what you have to say about their product are probably not going to succeed. Right. Yeah. So, totally. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. So. Um, you guys have quite a bit going on with the restaurant and your new homeowners. You have some other stuff going on there. Do you guys have a relief valve? I mean, like how do you guys just not let the stress of every, I mean, you seem pretty relaxed. I mean, how do you not let the stress of it just eat you alive? Well, today we joined a gym. Yeah. Nice. Which one? Where'd you go? We, we, we went to Planet Fitness. Nice. Okay. Um, I, I needed, I needed a, a 24 hour gym that yeah. was reasonably priced. Love it. Yeah. Um, Love it. So what we think treadmill today? I did back, um, then we did. I did treadmill again. That was relaxing because I drink too much soda. Yeah, it's not the pizza that gives me the belly; it's the soda. All the sugar. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Because it, it's it's bad. But um, that that's something that we're just starting to do. Um, when I feel up to it, we go shooting. Okay. So I haven't shot in a while. Okay. What else mm-hmm. do we do? 
Um, Pokemon Go. Pokemon. <laughs> um, video games. We play yeah, video, video games. games. Like yeah. usually, I binge watch some kind of. We're watching Lost we're, again now. We're rewatching Lost. Like, yeah. So vegetation okay. at yeah. home. Sure. Um, but that's why we got the gym memberships because it was a lot of vegetation at home in our downtime, and so it's now too much, gym yeah. memberships. Yeah. yeah. But it's yeah. kind of it's kind of hard to when you own the business and it it's working it's hard to turn it off mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. there's times where i'll just be watching tv and i'll tell her something she says shut up i don't want to hear about it right now yeah because we're relaxing <laughs> Saturday night we, we've worked all day yep and so yeah it's it's i don't know if there yeah. is a real relief valve yeah okay there okay. are things like i i haven't been in a while but like the brew house does their trivia nights on Mondays and so like going to things like that it's it's fun it's just hard to get that energy when you work so many hours yeah yeah I understand when your feet are hurting so bad yeah yeah Yeah. but there are things that can be done like what like trivia night at the brew house I don't drink (laughs) like I don't drink (laughs) but she goes with us I don't, I don't drink anything. So what about like uh, any good books you guys are reading, podcasts you're listening to, any any the video games you're playing, any anything like that? I mean, books that aren't your own. Obviously. I've got a friend who got me into reading these Dead House books. Okay. Um, Eric Stevenson or Steven Erickson. I can't ever remember his name. Dead House. Okay. Um, but it's a series and they're fantasy novels. They're military fantasy novels and they are really, really good, but also very... Uh, very difficult reads. Okay. Just because there's so much going on and it's, but it, they're good. Once you get into them, the first half of the book, it's, it's like, I don't know what's going on. And yeah. then you get pulled into it and you understand what's going on and then it's over. Okay. Just gotcha. like that. Oh, it's like but, lost. But there's a series. I think there's 10 in the series and I'm on the third one. And so I don't read. Gotcha. Play video games. Yeah, I, I listen. I listen to books, the Audible. I, mean, I don't necessarily read, but I, I listen to a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Um, I mean, all right, guys, we're gonna start winding this thing down. I mean, are there any topics that we didn't cover that you want to talk about? Are there any things that we did cover that you want to go in a little more in depth and detail on? Anything at all you guys want to talk about? Do you um, want to talk about? So we can talk about it for a second. So we we have another family we're gonna work with. Okay. Um, and we still have to sign the lease, but we have the permit guy coming tomorrow to make sure we don't need any permits for what we're doing. But we're hoping to put a putt putt in Dade City. Okay. Indoor. Indoor putt putt. Mini. Nice. Golf. Okay. We and haven't decided candy. if it's black light or LEDs yet. Yeah, there's um, still a lot of things up in the air. We we've been waiting to say something until we sign the lease, but I'm pretty sure we're going to be signing the yeah. lease this week. Okay. Um, or at least like confirming the lease this week. Cause we've already kind of confirmed with the, with the property owner, what we want to do. And we're all on the same page. He's okay. putting new ACs in. Yeah. So, but that'll be our next venture. And we're not going to say, um, like we're not going to announce our partners until we've sure. confirmed everything. Yeah. Just yeah I get it. Yeah. 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 Um, but it's a it's a local family, and we're really excited. So, so where did the idea for that come from? Uh, I we were kind of talking about it, and then they were kind of talking about it too. I told Robert that the only other businesses I'm willing to open are arcade or a shooting range. Okay. And then our friends came to us, and they were like, you know, we've always wanted to open an arcade. <laughs> yeah. So it, and it's and so if we don't get the spot, we're gonna look for another spot around yeah. town. Yeah. So. It'll happen eventually. Yeah. Just. 
depending on whether or not we get this location. But there's nothing for anybody to do here. It's all bars. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. So, I mean, I don't want people going to Wesley Chapel to go do whatever. Sure. I I want Dan uh, from uh, Pasco Smart. Yeah. Uh, He said said, we need people to live here. And he's right. You need people to live here. So uh, Daisha's got the spoke, and she's trying to do stuff there. We're going to try to do the putt-putt. You have... Bar, 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 bar. Bank, 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 bank. bank. Mm-hmm. Restaurant, restaurant, restaurant. And the comic, you comic store. You need something fun for the kids to yeah, do. The I comic, get it. Store totally. comic store is great. Yeah. And then um, Uptown Creamery. Uptown they've Creamery. always got like a room full of. It's a good spot for kids to go, you yeah. know? And it just, I think we need that here. We need somewhere for high school students to go so they're not getting into trouble outside yeah, you know sure. and yeah. somewhere for families to take their kids and sure so that's the goal so do you guys know about running a putt putt place or just another no. thing you're just going to figure it out as you go <laughs> figure it out yeah, yeah. i love it yeah. i love I, it i love playing putt putt yeah yeah so, and so this probably is why... as much as he enjoys eating pizza yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so this is why you guys were said you're not going to do the game nights at the restaurant because right of we, we right. think we're going to tie it into that so and it's, Makes it's close enough to the restaurant when we're open and they're open, we're just going to deliver pizzas. Mm-hmm. When they, if someone wants pizza, we can yep. deliver it there. Yeah, figure out what we're going to do. I want to put a food truck out there, but I don't know yet. It's, it's all evolving. Yeah. So. Yeah, I get it. Just, just it's exciting. Like I said, you just got to start it. You got to do yep. something. Yep. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's going to sit in your head forever. Yeah. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, all right, guys. So we'll wind this thing down here. So we're going to end this with what I call my three quick question rounds. Just three quick questions. Question number one, how would you define the word entrepreneur? Someone who's willing to take a risk, fail, take another risk, possibly fail again and then succeed yeah mm-hmm. that's perfect yeah so leads perfectly into my next question question number two how would you define the word success Ooh, it's gonna be different for everybody that's why uh, i love the question yep. yeah yeah um success to me is controlling as much as you can in terms of your life so if you clock in and clock out, you're, you're, you can be fired. If you own the company, now it's up to you and nobody else. See, and success to me is being content in your life and having something that your mama can be proud of. Yeah. Like, yeah, that to me is success. Like building it's just something, building something of your own that you can eventually give to your your. I don't have kids, but I have nieces and nephews. You know, like something I can give yeah. to my nieces and a legacy that I can. Yeah, give I guess so. Yeah, a legacy yeah. would be something. But my biggest goal in life, like as far as success is concerned, is just to be content with what I have and what I'm doing, and I enjoy what I'm doing. So. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Okay, question number three. When you think of the word successful, who comes to mind? Hmm. Your sort of brother Michael comes to mind. For oh, me. yeah, Mike. He's worked really Person hard. Know, he has yeah. a locksmithing business, and he's worked really hard for a really long time. And now when you... 
When you see him, he just looks happy. His family always looks happy. They're to me that's success. Yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would go with Mike. Everyone else, I'm trying to think of anybody else, but I think he's probably the best because he he started delivering pizzas, saved his money, did the locksmithing, mm-hmm. saved his money, bought houses, worked hard, doesn't do mortgages, mm-hmm. just bought, bought it outright, and yeah, makes it off rent. Sounds successful to me. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Okay. So guys, how can people find you? I mean, we, we've talked about your website, you're on Facebook, but plug it all again. Give your website, your social media stuff, any events or anything you have coming up, any specials or anything, just plug all your stuff. Sure. It's uh, APO Dade City is the Facebook page and it's AmericanPizzaOven.com for the website. Um, you can call us. It's uh, 352-437-3497. Or Google us and all of our information pops up there, just American Pizza Oven. Or you can just stop by the restaurant. It's right downtown Dade City, across from the courthouse and Dade City Hall and right next to the government center, I think. like Yeah, behind us yeah. is, we're attached to Coco Pelli's mm-hmm. and Rolando's. So okay. we're all the same block. Sure. Yeah. Um, the, not the courthouse, the, the Pasco tax collectors is behind mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. In front of us is the historic courthouse. And on the other side is Town Hall, the police station. Just follow the pokey stops. Yeah. Yeah. Each right to us. Gotcha. Okay. Awesome. Right on. Well, um, I mean, Robert and Jessica, thanks a lot for being here. This has been fantastic. I've really enjoyed this conversation. This has been fantastic. Um, And everyone else, thanks a lot for tuning in. If you've enjoyed the show, then just please share it around so other people can find us as well. The best way for new listeners to find the show is for our current listeners to talk about us. So give us a like, drop us a comment. Don't forget to subscribe. Give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. I'm your host, Eric Baker, and this has been another episode of The Art of Business. Bye for now.